This is episode 519 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, September 3rd, 2018. I am your host, Marco Genez, and today's episode is going to be a short one. I know I say that quite a few times, but today I really mean it because this past weekend, Saturday, dealt with a little bit of flooding in the old basement, and today I have been dealing with a lot of flooding. And it just seems like the rain doesn't want to stop. We get little intermittent breaks. And right now I am in a break and I am trying to get an episode out and then edit and put together and all that jazz before I have to go back and just dump buckets and buckets and buckets of sucked up water out of my damn house. Which uh, is not super fun and it's tiring and it's not great for my back. Because uh, I have the back of a 87-year-old human being. But um, I have a few things to talk about. Mainly because I, 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 may, I don't think I even played any Onrush. I just logged in, purchased some stuff, and that was that. But I have been playing a little bit more Into the Breach. Nothing to talk about there. However, 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 I have played the new free-to-play basketball game that is on I don't know what consoles other than Xbox One, but it's called 3-on-3 Freestyle. I know it's on Steam. I'm assuming it's on PS4 as well. Probably not Switch. But it is a street basketball game where you play on teams of three, and in the very beginning with a tutorial, you're playing with AI teammates, and you can do this later on as well, but you're just quickly earning up to level 2, which unlocks the 3-on-3 three three area that allows you to play with other people. And what immediately drew, uh, drew me to the game was the art style. I really love the look of it. I think it's got a nice, cartoony, uh, caricature-esque look to it. But that's the only real thing it's got going for it. Because gameplay-wise, it's not that great. One of the things I really find annoying is rebounding. It just seems like if a ball misses, if somebody shoots and misses, that jumping up is pointless. You might as well not do that. That 9 times out of 10, you're not going to get a rebound. You should just wait for the ball to drop. Because uh, you see where the ball is going to drop. It shows you a little marker on the, the ground, on the court. And you should just go there. Just walk there. You don't need to jump. You don't need to do anything. And that just feels really weird. And it's hard for me at this point to just break the habit of jumping up for a rebound. Because, you know, that's how it usually works. And that's that makes sense. Instead of just being like, okay, let's all just agree to wait for the ball to drop and hit the, gro- and hit the ground, hit the floor. And then we'll go after it. Um... And then it just it just doesn't feel great. Stealing, shooting, all of that. Dunking, whatnot. Calling for a pass. That's really annoying. Over here. Over here. Over here. Over here. Over here. You hear that a lot. Especially when you're playing with other people. When you're playing with AI teammates, you're not going to hear that that often. But when you're playing with other people, they're just screaming that all the time. They're just jamming. The, they're mashing the pass button. Saying, over here. Over here. I want the ball. I want the ball. I want the ball. I want the ball. And I learned quickly that, at least in my handful of games, maybe 
six or so, seven, six, seven, eight. No, I know I didn't play ten, but I think it's somewhere around six-ish. There are a lot of selfish players in the basketball world, and I don't know if this is true for all basketball games. If you play NBA 2K online with other people, I don't even know if people often do that or if they just play one-on-one and control the team or control a specific player, but playing with other people, there are a lot of selfish pieces of crap who don't pass it, don't do anything, don't think about the team, and that is frustrating. Though I did get on one team that was just it was it, it if it was the way the game always felt, I'd be way more into it despite the fact that it doesn't feel that great because everything was clicking. Uh there was no voice uh chatter going on or anything like that. I'm not I'm sure it probably has voice chat, but we didn't need it. We were just a good team that understood, hey, if this, if this person's open, you pass the ball. If there are two people on you, clearly someone else is open, you pass the ball. And we killed a team like 32-4. to four. And I ended up getting MVP despite not having, I only scored maybe four points, but I had a lot of loose balls, good amount of rebounds, and like eight assists. Because that's, I really liked playing as what you'd call a point guard in the game and just dishing it out, finding, making opportunities for other players, and playing good D. That's how I like to play the game. And in that game, it felt like magic. It just felt so good. Um, just the, the experience felt good. The gameplay still didn't feel great, but just the act of playing with two other like-minded people who were about the team just felt really good. Uh, so I enjoy that experience, but that is the minority in my experience. And in maybe half the games, there are connectivity issues. A player can drop. If a player drops on your team, it's an automatic loss for you. Uh, I feel like it should maybe just negate that game and not do anything. Uh, give a loss to the person who dropped, but just because somebody on your team dropped and you didn't drop, you shouldn't be uh hurt in the same you shouldn't be penalized for that which is a little bit frustrating but it's got a lot of free-to-play trappings you earn the one nice thing is that the credits or whatever you earn from playing the game and leveling up and all these kind of things you use those to buy these like boosts these like gatorade things that will level up your characters and you can unlock other ones those you probably have to use paid currency for but you use these little drink boosts to level up your character and improve their stats. And you get those uh, credits from winning matches, just playing matches in general, leveling up, you get a good bonus. And you earn those at a decent pace, which is nice. So a lot of the paid offerings come in the uh, cosmetic realm where you want to buy a new uniform, you want to buy some new shoes and stuff like that, then you're going to have to pay with the other credits, which I'm ass- I don't I haven't seen any way to earn those in game, so I'm assuming those are just purely money credits uh which is fine. You know, cosmetic things are fine, but at the same time, I think you could probably I didn't check this, but if you can also get the credits the other credits, the ones you can earn game with real life, uh, real life money, 
then you could you know just level up your characters to an insane degree and pay to win essentially yeah, you still have to actually control it and not be a piece of crap player but your character will be significantly better attribute wise and I didn't see any way to I don't think the game shows you what level all the other players uh, characters are um, you can also I'm assuming the way you unlock characters is with the paid currency as well but it it's not terrible but it's not super great either. And I hate the fact that there is, there's seemingly, from what I could tell, no way to just play a practice game or something against the AI. You have to be online. You have to connect to a server. There's only one server, a US server. So anyone outside of the US, maybe I'm assuming the game isn't available in other territories. Um, but the fact that you just can't play a game against AI. Even if it's meaningless, even if you don't get XP or anything, uh, just having the ability to do that would be nice. Um, but yeah, it's it's it, it has grown on me a little. Like the initial reaction was not great because it just throws a lot of tutorial messages at you. It has a cool little intro where it has a cinematic quick time event type of thing with uh, it's very very forgiving in terms of how much time you have to actually press the button but it's it in a way shows you how or, or what button controls what so like you're doing a move uh, in the cinematic and they do like a crossover and it shows you what buttons you need to press to do that and then it shows you doing a block or a dunk and all this and it shows you the buttons that uh, are required to do those actions and I think that was a cool way of uh, doing a tutorial but then they actually have a full-blown tutorial and all this crap okay i'm gonna give you some money and do that. like then it just got really tedious i was like oh man this is this is a really cool quick way to show me how the game plays and what button does what i like this can't wait to play it oh wait i have to go through all these menus and bullshit great um so that was not a great first impression no is a, a really good first first impression and then the second impression was not so great but it's it's grown on me a little uh, in large part just because when you get a good team it just feels good it, playing online games with good people makes games but like look at sea of thieves sea of thieves by yourself feels like crap sea of thieves with bad people feels like crap sea of thieves with a good crew feels amazing that's that's just the way it often is um so yeah then other than that, I played uh, two of the ACA. I don't. I don't know what the ACA stands for. I can't remember. I'm still. I'm assuming it's something like arcade classic, whatever. But uh, two of the Neo Geo games. One, I don't even need to mention. In, in part, I, I I just think that choosing to go with the Japanese original made the controls even weirder. But the one I do want to mention is Super Sidekicks, which is a soccer game and. It holds up surprisingly well, and it is a lot of fun. I really enjoy Super Sidekicks way more. I, it's a game I never played, never heard of. I, I, I'm not that familiar with a lot of the more, like, there's that, uh, the big Neo Geo games that I think everyone knows. But I'm not that aware of the uh, entire catalog, how deep it goes. And Super Sidekicks is a fun arcade soccer game. It, it looks not too bad 
uh, and it controls and it feels really nice and you just go around and you, you shoot the ball i mean it's a soccer game it is what it is but it's fun when you shoot it feels good and then usually the way it'll work is the goalie will block that shot and then you want to get to the ball real fast before the goalie can recover and then shoot it back into the goal um, but then they have like the upside down kick and when you score a goal you get a little cut scene and it it looks pretty good for what it is and for how old it is and i just had a lot of fun with it i was very surprised even the uh penalty kick mode where you basically just it's like rock paper scissors you pick a direction if you're the kicker uh, and you're trying to pick a direction that the goalie's not going to pick, and then the goalie picks a direction. So you can either just stay in the middle or left or right, and you can shoot in the middle, left or right, and you're just trying to outsmart the other person. It's, it's a pure mind game thing, uh, and that was fun as well. The, the one issue I have with it is that there was at one point, just once, some slowdown, and I was like, "What that? why the hell is this happening with a game like this? Uh, so that was a bit weird and annoying and surprising as well but super sidekicks is super fun i think it's still on sale on xbox one which is where i've been playing it uh because they had maybe almost 10 of these neo geo games finally on sale for 4.79 i believe so i snagged a bunch of them especially the ones that looked interesting and that i didn't have much time with the other one i played was the it's not War of the Monsters, but it's some monster game, and it looked kind of cool, but I didn't know what the hell I was doing, and I wasn't sure of the controls, and I, like, damage, I completely destroy the opponent, but then I have to pin them, I guess, and I didn't, and then they knocked me off. I was, I don't know how the hell the game works. That's one of the problems with these games. They, they're not, I don't feel like the menus and all that are all that great, and the controls are weird. In these games, they tell you to press the A button, but the A button is actually the X button or something. Instead of just, why not use the actual A button on the Xbox One controller? Why not have it set up that way? I don't know. And then, like, to start a game, I have to, like, I don't put in credits. I have to use, like, the bumpers. And there, there's a lot of clunkiness to the actual menu navigation and starting a game and doing all this. But when you actually get into a game and start playing it, it does feel pretty good, especially the Super Sidekicks game, which I think is a really, really, really fun game. It's one of the most fun uh, times I've had with a soccer game in quite a while. I miss the red card game. I think that was an underrated, underappreciated uh, arcade soccer game from the PS2 days back when they were doing extreme versions of all sports. NHL Hits was fantastic. MLB Slugfest was fantastic. Of course, NFL Blitz was great. Uh, and red card was also great. I miss those days. I, I could really go for a bunch of arcadey, over-the-top uh, sports games. Uh, but I think that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Kuznes. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I am the Kush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and soon, 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 Attack the Backlog, which I just finished recording the audio, and I finished editing and getting it nice and clean. So next up is putting together the video, and then when that is all set up, it'll be go time for Episode 1, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. 
and I hope people like it. I especially hope you people check out the video and like that. Uh, so I'm excited about that. What I'm doing now is thinking about should I try and make some kind of snazzy, fancy intro for the video? Because uh, that's not my forte, uh, art-wise. Uh, I'm I'm much more uh, apt at still images, uh, so motion things. No, not my thing, but I could probably learn. But how long will it take me to learn? And how how elaborate does it need to be, really? Uh, but yeah, I'm excited about that. So all those podcasts are available, or will soon be available. Uh, I check the back. All the other ones are available on these things uh, on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to check out some of the crazy, kooky, colorful art I uh, have alluded to, uh, and you can see some if you're watching the video, you can go over to pxsart.com and check them all out over there. And if you see something you like, you click it, you get a bigger picture of it, and then there'll be a link. You, can you see that link? You see it? You know, okay. Now you click that link, and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of that piece. Because you fancy it so much. And if you fancy something else, like the site and everything we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way with however much you can a month. Uh, it, it goes a long way. Uh, and if nothing else, it makes us feel like people like and appreciate all the nonsense we throw out there. And so, I will now say... Bye! Bye!